You're listening to Audio Divina, reflecting on the Sunday Gospel with Father Francis J. Maloney. In this episode, we look at the Gospel of Luke, chapter 12, verses 49 to 53, where Jesus shares about the unconditional acceptance of what his Father has asked of him, and how this burning passion is a fire which brings division and rejection. We begin with the reading of the text from Pat. I have come to bring fire to the earth, and how I wish it were blazing already. There is a baptism I must still receive, and what constraint I am under until it is completed. Do you suppose that I am here to bring peace on earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. For from now on, a household of five will be divided, three against two, and two against three. Father opposed to son, Son to father, mother to daughter, daughter to mother, mother mother-in-law to daughter-in-law, daughter-in-law to mother-in-law. We will now hear a reflection on the text from Father Maloney. When we resumed our reading of the Gospel of Luke for the ordinary Sunday of the year, after the celebration of the Easter season, we resumed as Jesus began his journey to Jerusalem. In chapter 9, verse 51, he set his face for Jerusalem, where he would be taken back to God. And I said at that stage that most of this journey to Jerusalem, which covers 10 chapters of the Gospel of Luke, is highlighted by Jesus' presence to his disciples speaking to them, challenging them, and many of the passages seem to us nowadays to be quite severe. The demands of Jesus are very difficult, and we find them even today extremely challenging. Today's Gospel, dealing with Jesus' promise that he has come to bring fire to the earth, is one of those passages. It reflects the setting of Jesus' own life and it reflects the history of the church and the presence of Christianity in the world today. How difficult it must have been for Jesus to break into the lives of the people of his time, practicing Jewish people, fixed in their way, deeply committed to their one true God who had seen them through a thousand years of religious history, overcoming their own sinfulness and opposition from outside. And this prophetic figure preaches a message of God that is different to the one they have heard before. Jesus himself is unconditionally obedient to a God whom he calls his Father. He preaches a message of love and care and self-gift, which is quite disturbing. In fact, it was so disturbing that it took him to a cross. In a religious setting that found his understanding of God's law hard to cope with, and a political setting where Jesus appeared to be a dangerous political figure, Romans and Jewish leadership saw to it that he was eliminated. 
but the message doesn't call for elimination. The message was one of closeness of a loving God to all people, but it has also demands. This love of God manifested in Jesus' care and service of others unto death creates a discipleship that leads to opposition down through the centuries. Indeed, in our own time, our own attempts to soften that message, to accommodate it to the ways of the world, show that even in those parts of the world known to be Christian, are still unable to unconditionally accept this message. And indeed, we must accept that too often in contemporary society, the call to Christian love and service and care for one another is judged as an unrealistic option to resolve the problems of our complicated world. But from its very first days, as we know from the Gospel of today, the challenge of the Christian vocation has been vigorous. Jesus' personal acceptance of what God asked for him took courage. Those who followed him were courageous enough also to challenge the established ways of life and religion. It is Jesus' awareness of this that leads him to speak of the fire he was bringing to this earth. This fire, which certainly is a fire that damages, that judges, that hurts, but it is also a fire that touches the lives and the hearts of people. There was for Jesus, however, a further baptism, an immersion into the depths of a terrible death. And that's why he says, and how I wish it were blazing already. And goes on to say, how great is my distress until it is all over. So Jesus' demanding message is demanding, first of all, for himself. His radical commitment to whatever his father asked for him led him to moments of doubt and anxiety, as we know from his prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane. Father, take this chalice away from me, but not my will, your will be done. The fire which was in Jesus' life, created by his unconditional response to God whom he called Father, led eventually to a preaching of all that he had said and done, and the message began to spread. But as it spread, it brought division into the lives of the people who heard it. The promise of God's reign, on the one hand, was an optimistic understanding of the world and its future. But nevertheless, many would not accept it, as they wouldn't accept it in the time of Jesus. And so Jesus' promises indicate that in the future, divisions would happen at the deepest level of social relationships in the family. No doubt in the time of Jesus himself, certainly later 
in the time when Luke was writing his gospel in a Gentile world and a world of Greco-Roman sophistication, such things were happening. A father against a son, a son against a father, a mother against a daughter, and a daughter against a mother. And we know that a little time after the writing of the Gospel of Luke, when we first begin to hear of the persecution of early Christians in the first decade of the second century, a Roman emperor instructs his presence in another part of the empire to have these Christians inform on one another. Don't go out personally arresting them, but have them inform on one another. Divide the community. Divide the families. So what Jesus is saying, what Luke is reporting, was in fact a lived reality in the early church. The most intimate of human communities was being divided as some members, except the bold preaching of Jesus Christ, carried on in his church of following Jesus of Nazareth while others refused it. The divisions which Jesus and Luke knew in their own time belong to our own society. In fact, we live in a very challenging world. The difference, however, is that in the time of Jesus and the early church, people as a whole were deeply religious not necessarily Christians, but religious in one way or another. In our Western world, divisions among us have their origins in a more complicated situation. People just do not care anymore. And care lies at the heart of the Christian message. In our generation, Are we prepared to live with Jesus? To accept and carry on the fire that he brought upon earth? Are we prepared to accept the division which, we must admit, exists in our own lives? How do we cope with the fact that the person of Jesus and his message and his church still divide families, even those who might put themselves down in a census as Christian. And in our Western world, it still divides society as we become more and more secularised and more and more anti-Christian. As we know, this fire that Jesus brought into the world is generating a greater persecution of Christian people than has ever existed in the history of human society. Are we happy to hide our belief in the saving love of Jesus from the world in which we live? Do we only parade it when it is convenient? The fire and the division which Jesus brought may sound harsh in our Sunday Gospel, but as we reflect upon our own lives and the challenge to live publicly the message of Jesus, the way of life of Jesus, to live in the church, caring for one another, nourished by the sacraments of the church and the word of God, 
we have to become bearers of this fire, aware that divisions continue, but we must also continue to be caught up in the loving obedience of Jesus to his Father and to continue to preach that message, however disturbing it may be. We now recommend 10 to 15 minutes of personal reflection on what you've just heard. Please pause the track now and press play when you're ready to return. We conclude with a reading of the text from Lauren. I have come to bring fire to the earth, and how I wish it were blazing already. There is a baptism I must still receive, and what constraint I am under until it is completed. Do you suppose that I am here to bring peace on earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. For, from now on, a household of five will be divided, three against two, and two against three. Father opposed to son, son to father, mother to daughter, daughter to mother, mother-in-law to daughter-in-law, daughter-in-law to mother-in-law. Thanks for listening to Audio Divina. Special thanks to our readers for the episode, Pat McPhee and Lauren Hichaba. If you would like to volunteer to be a reader, please contact us at audiodivina at salesians.org.au.